Let us be attentive. You, O Lord, shall keep us and preserve us. Save me, O Lord, for the godly man has failed. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. In the beginning, you, O Lord, didst found the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They will perish, but thou remainest. They will all grow old like a garment, like a mantle. Thou wilt roll them up, and they will be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years will never end. But to what angel has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, till I make thy enemies a stool for thy feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to serve for the sake of those who are to obtain salvation? Therefore, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For if the message declared by angels was valid and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to by us, attested to us by those who heard him. Peace be to you, the reader. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be to you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus entered Capernaum, and it was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together, so that there was no longer room for them, not even about the door, and he was preaching the word to them, and they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the pallet on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, My son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, why does this man speak thus? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question thus in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, 
or to say, rise, take your pallet and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, take up your pallet and go home. And he rose and immediately took up the pallet and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Good morning. Sometimes during winter or spring, as we slowly get closer to summer, we start to think about all the nice things we do during the summer, like cookouts, walks, and swimming. When I was a child, swimming in a swimming pool was one of the most fun things I did all summer. When I went swimming in a swimming pool, especially over at my aunt's, there were always certain rules I had to follow at the pool, like no running, no eating, no glass bottles. But probably the most important thing was no diving. At most every pool, unless it is really deep, there is is a no diving sign. The no diving signs are usually prominently placed with a circle and a big red line crossing out a silhouette of someone diving. Why? Of course, it is to prevent someone from hitting his head on the bottom of the pool and becoming paralyzed. We can still have a joyous time at the pool, but we shouldn't dive because of the great danger of breaking our own necks. Paralysis, both physical and spiritual, is a theme that marks today's gospel reading. In fact, in Jesus' time, physical problems like paralysis were often thought to have been caused by sin. When someone had a physical illness, sometimes he was frowned upon, and sometimes people assumed that person did something sinful to make himself ill. Being paralyzed must have been extremely difficult in Christ's days, not only because people looked down on paralytics, but also because there were no wheelchairs or handicapped accessible buildings or technology that could help those people. A paralyzed person had to rely on his friends and relatives to carry him around on a mat or cot. In our own spiritual lives, we encounter a different type of paralysis, spiritual paralysis. Our spiritual paralysis is caused by one thing, 
and one thing only, that is, sin. Spiritual paralysis prevents us from moving closer to God. Our spiritual paralysis can appear in all kinds of different forms. There is a spiritual paralysis of laziness, where we don't make the effort to grow spiritually. There is a spiritual paralysis of habitual sin, where we keep committing the same sin over and over. There is a spiritual paralysis of refusing to see our own sins, where we never admit that we are in the wrong before God or before our fellow human beings. Sins, when gone, when gone unchecked, can lead to spiritual paralysis. Sins, when we are not careful, can lead us to dive into shallow water and make us spiritually paralyzed. Our spiritual no-diving sign is a warning to us to, vo- to avoid paralyzing sins. Christ came to completely free us from our spiritual paralysis. He came to raise us from our wheelchair of spiritual paralysis. In today's gospel reading, the scene takes place in a house. If we read a little bit before this reading in the gospel, we are told that this house is the house of the apostles Peter and Andrew. Consider the symbolism. Christ was in the middle of the house of the apostles. This was where preaching and healing and forgiveness took place. This sounds like the church. Although some people looked down on the paralytic man, Christ healed him. He also forgave the paralytic. Christ came to restore him from his wheelchair of sin. Christ restored the paralyzed man, not only physically, but more importantly, spiritually. Christ also offers us restoration from paralysis of sin. Christ reaches out to raise us from our wheelchairs of sin. The church offers us a house of healing where Christ is the center, where God's word is restorative and forgiving. In the church, we receive God's healing from our spiritual paralysis. Sometimes, like the paralytic in the gospel, we get help from others to come to Christ. Today, this might be relatives, friends, or a priest who urges us to grow closer to God. We are raised from our spiritual paralysis, from our wheelchairs of sin in the church, the house of the apostles, the house of Christ, the house of God. Let us consider two images. First, let us keep in mind our spiritual no diving sign. Sin paralyzes us spiritually. Sin keeps us from coming closer to God. Sin keeps us from approaching Christ. Rules may seem constricting, but in fact, they help us to live freely, free of the paralysis of sin. There are certain things in life we need to avoid in order to have a joyful existence. Second, let us consider the spiritual wheelchair. Let each of us consider what is preventing each of us from going closer to God. Let us ask ourselves, what can we do differently to come closer to God? 
how can we get out of our spiritual wheelchairs? Maybe we had a disagreement with a friend or relative years ago and need to make up. Maybe we sit around watching TV reruns for hours instead of giving a few minutes of prayer to God. Maybe we've been dishonest or unfair in our work. Maybe we have an addiction. Whatever sin or habit we have, it is a paralysis. It is preventing us from moving towards our Lord. We must remember that we do not get out of our spiritual wheelchairs of sin by ourselves. It is Christ who raises us out of our wheelchairs of sin. It is Christ who offers us restoration. It is Christ who offers us healing. It is Christ who offers us forgiveness. Let us all make the effort, even to the point of being lowered through a roof, like today's gospel lesson, in our efforts to receive Christ's love, restoration, and forgiveness. Amen.